It's the end of the auction for IPL 2023. Let's see how it went for Chennai Super Kings today. Coming into the auction, they had two main spots to fill. One was obviously Dwayne Bravo, who was such an integral part of CSK. And the other was Robin Uttapa, who gave some runs at the top of the order. Today at the auction, unlike the usual CSK, they were ready to spend a lot of money, which they did. They spent 16.25 crores for Ben Stokes. And I would say that was money well spent, given their combination. Apart from that, they also got Kyle Jamieson at 1 crore, Rahani at 50 lakhs, and a few other value buys as well. Let's quickly take a look at the possible playing Levin for CSK to see how things have gone for them. I would open with Conway and Rituraj, followed by Stokes, Ali, Dube or Raidu, Dhoni, Jareja, Deepak Chahar, Tikshana, Mukhesh Adri, and Samajit Singh. They can also have Rahane open the batting, which will give them an option to play Pretorius or Jameson, depending on the conditions, as an extra overseas option. Overall, CSK looked like a very balanced team for this year. Now let's take a look at how Mumbai Indians went in this year's auction. Last year they really had a bad season and particularly struggled with their bowling options. Apart from Bumrah, they didn't really have too many options. This year Archer is expected to come back and apart from that obviously Pollard is missing so there were a few gaps that they had to fill. With a limited purse they got Cameron Green at 17.5 crores which was a bit surprising considering the lineup that Mumbai Indians have. Since Cameron Green has really done well opening the batting so far in the limited T20 opportunities that he's had. But he really is a talented player and let's see how it goes for him. Apart from that, they did get a few interesting buys. They got Jai Richardson at 1.5 crores, which is really a good price as backup. And Pius Shavla at 50 lakhs as well. And Marco Janssen's brother, Dion Janssen, who is also an all-rounder at just 20 lakhs. Let's look at a probable playing 11 for them to see how their squad has turned up. Ideally, I would open with Ishan Kishan and Rohit Sharma, but Green really... I don't think he's a finisher yet, so I would open with him and Rohit, bat Ishan at 3, Sky, then Tilak Varma, then Tim David, and then you can have either Ramdeep or Rithik as the all-rounder, and then the bowling attack, Archer, Bumrah, Berendorf, and Kartikeya. The bowling attack is still a concern for me, with Archer and Bumrah just coming off injuries, and not many spin options. With a fit playing 11, Mumbai can definitely trouble a lot of teams. Now let's look at how Rajasthan Royals went at the auction this year. Last year, even though they came second, one of the things that they really struggled with was that all-rounder in the lower middle order. Their first pick this year, Jason Holder at 5.75 crores, I think is one of the best moves of this year's IPL. Once they got Holder, I think the other options were just to fill up the rest of the squad. They got Zampa and Murugan Ashwin, two leg spinners apart from Chahal, which was a bit surprising. They also got Joe Root right at the end, uh, who will probably be a backup player as well. Let's take a look at a probable playing 11 for the Rajasthan Royals to see how their squad went by. I think the playing 11 is very similar to last year to open with Butler, Jaiswal, then Samson as the captain and wicketkeeper, Particle to follow, then Hetmeyer, Ryan Parag, Jason Holder, the new entry, Ashwin, Bolt, Chahal, and then Prasad Krishna or Kuldeepsan. The area of concern for Rajasthan Royals will be the backup Indian batting options and also to an extent I think the deck bowling options. But overall, they have a very well-balanced first playing level. Let's have a look at how Delhi Capitals went at the auction today. It was comparatively a very quiet auction for Delhi. They didn't really have too many buys. Uh, their biggest buy was Mukesh Kumar, who they got for 5.5 crores. He is a talented Indian bowler, but we have not really seen too much of him. Apart from that, they also got very good backups, like Riley Russo at 4.6 crores is really good. He can 
play either for Powell or Marsh as backup and he can fit anywhere in the middle order. They also got Manish Pandey at 2.4 crores, again as a good Indian backup option. Phil Salt is there as a Warner replacement and they also have Ishan Sharma as a pacer backup. In the end, this auction really was about the backups for Delhi Capitals. Looking at the probable playing eleven for Delhi Capitals, it should be very similar to last year with Warner, Shaw, Marsh, Rishabh Pant, Roman Powell, Sarfaraz, Lalit, Akshar, Kuldeep, Nokia, Khalil, and you might also see Mukesh Kumar come in instead of Khalil at some point as well. But apart from that, you can't really expect too many changes. So I think it's the same Delhi as last year with better backup options. Now let's look at how Gujarat Titans went at the auction. After winning the title last year, the major change was that they traded away Lockie Ferguson. At this auction, their biggest buy was Shivam Mavi at 6 crores. They also got Joshua Little from Ireland for 4.4 crores, which makes him the first Ireland cricketer to get an IPL contract. Another important buy was Kane Williamson at just 2 crores. They also got Case Bharat at 1.2, Mohit Sharma, Odin Smith and Urvin Patel as well to build on the squad from last year. Now let's look at a probable playing eleven for Gujarat to see how their squad has turned up. Since they have Kane Williamson now, I'll be opening with Gill and Williamson at the top. I would have Bharat at 3 and Hardik at 4 followed by Miller, Vijay Shankar, Tevatia, Rashid Khan, Sai Kishore, either one of Joshua Little or Alzari Joseph followed by Shami. Another option is to open with either Saha or Bharat and have Wade in the middle order instead of Williamson. You could also have Sai Sudarshan at number 3 instead of Vijay Shankar as well. Overall, I think Gujarat did a good job at the auction and have a good squad as well. Now let's look at how things went for Kolkata Knight Riders at the auction. Coming into this auction, I think they had a lot of things already settled after getting Thakur from Delhi and Ferguson from Gujarat. The only real missing link, I think, was the wicketkeeper slot. They got Gurbaz from Gujarat as well. But ideally, they would have wanted another Indian wicketkeeping option. So in this auction, I think they've done decently well. They got N Jagadishan at 90 lakhs and given his current form, I think that's a very good buy at the top of the order. They also got David Visa at just 1 crore, who will be a great backup or even can feature in the playing 11 as an all-rounder as well. Apart from this, they also got Shakibal Hassan and Linton Dust, who are great buys, but their availability is still unknown for this IPL. Let's look at a probable playing Levin for the Kolkata Knight Riders to see how things have shaped up for them. I would open with Venkatesh Iyer and Jagadishan at the top followed by Rana, Shreyas Iyer, Andre Russell and even play David Visa after that or even Shakibal Hassan based on his availability. And then I would have Sunil Narayan, Shadul Thakur, Ferguson, Umesh Yadav and Varun Chakravarti. Another option is to open with the power hitting Gurbaz at the top and play Rinku Singh instead of David Visa or Shakibul Hassan in the middle order as well. Overall, I think they did a decent job at the auction with what they had and also have a decent squad to compete in this IPL. Let's now see how the Lucknow Supergiants have fared at the IPL auction. They already had a decent team last year and I think one thing that was missing was a powerful middle order batsman which is what I think they went for straight away. Nicholas Puran they bought for 16 crores. In my opinion, it was slightly overpriced Considering they already had two wicketkeepers in KL Rahul and Quentin de Kock, and so they could have gone for Riley Russo at that place. Having said that, Nicholas Puran is definitely a match winner and is going to improve the Lucknow Super Giants chances this year. Apart from that, I would say they've got quite a few smart backups. You got guys like Daniel Sands and Romario Shepard who can be all-rounders in the middle order 
Naveen Hulak, I think, can be a good replacement for Mark Wood as well. And they have Jaydev Unatkat, who can be a good backup for Mohsin Khan, who hasn't played a lot in recent times. They also got the experienced Amit Mishra, who can still chip in a couple of matches here and there and get some useful wickets. Let's look at a probable playing 11 and see how their squad is shaped up. I would open with KL Rahul and Quentin de Kock, followed by Huda at 3, Puran and Stoinis, Badoni, Krunal Pandya, Mark Wood, Bishnoi, Avesh Khan and Mohsin Khan. On paper, it definitely looks like a solid team this year. Now let's look at Punjab Kings, which is always an interesting team to look at every year at the auction. This year, they had a huge purse going into the auction, but unfortunately, I don't think they really did a great job this year. They obviously got the most expensive buy in the history of IPL, getting Sam Curran for 18.5 crores. Apart from that, they got Sikandar Raza from Zimbabwe, at just 50 lakhs, which I think is a really good buy. I still feel they are very light on the Indian batting lineup. Let's have a quick look at the probable playing 11 to see how their squad has shaped up. I would open with Dhawan and Bairstow, Prabhsamran at 3, Livingston at 4, Shahrukh Khan at 5, Jitesh Sharma, who was very good last year as the wicketkeeper, then Sam Curran, Harpreet Brai, Rabada, Rahul Chahar, and Arshdeep Singh. The bowling lineup definitely looks good with Rabada, Arshdeep, Sam Curran, Hatreed Bar, and Rahul Chahar. It's almost a complete bowling lineup. They're good at the start and at the death as well, and decent spinning options. But I think the batting is the real problem here. Livingston can come off or he might not. But in the middle, they have Prabh Simran. Shahrukh Khan hasn't really done much. So I think there is a little gap over there. Overall, if they all click, then good. But otherwise, it does not really look like a promising squad to win the IPL this year. Now let's look at the Royal Challengers Bangalore and how they went at the auction. Last year, they did have a good team and played really well. This year, I think they've just added to that with some smart buys. Their biggest buy was Will Jacks from England at 3.2 crores. It might seem slightly overpriced, but I still think it's a good backup to have. He's like a perfect replacement for Maxwell. He's a good slog hitter and can also ball some useful offspin. They also got Reese Topley, who is a great swing bowler and can ball well at the death as well, who can be a very good backup for Hazelwood and maybe even play ahead of him at some point. Apart from this, they also got some quick Indian picks as a backup. Let's look at a probable 11 to see how it's gone for them. The starting 11 definitely looks exactly same as last year. They have Faf and Kohli at the top, Patidar who was great last year at number 3, followed by Maxwell, and then probably Longroor, and then Dinesh Karthik, Shabazz Ahmed, Asaranga, Harshal Patel, Siraj, and Hazelwood. After a long time, I think RCB have found their settled playing level now, and this year, they could again put up a strong performance. Sunrisers Hyderabad is the team that we're going to look at right now. They had the biggest purse coming into the auction this year, and they did spend a lot of money. Their biggest buy was Harry Brook at 13.25 crores, and then Mayank Agarwal at 8.25 crores, and Henrik Klaasen at 5.25 crores. With the biggest purse in the auction, I really thought they would have gone for one of Stokes or Curran or Green. With the kind of squad they had, I think they should have really gone for those players, but instead they decided to go for Harry Brook, who is a very good player, no doubt, but not really sure that he was the kind of player that they actually needed. They already had Nicholas Puran last year, who is a batsman and a wicketkeeper, and instead they have replaced him with a pure batsman, uh, not really sure about the tactic there. They also didn't go hard for an Indian wicketkeeper at the start, which was also a bit surprising. Having said that, they still have a very good squad. 
they picked Adil Rashid at two crores, which I think is a bargain buy, and also Akhil Hussain at one crore, which is again a great buy for them. Let's have a quick look at the probable playing eleven to see how their squad is shaped up. I would open with Mayank Agarwal and Abhishek Sharma, followed by Tripathi, then Markram at four, Brooke, then one of Glenn Phillips or Hendrik Larsen, who will also be wicket keeping, followed by Washington Sundar, then Marco Janssen or Adil Rashid, depending on the conditions, then Bhuvneshwar. Umran Malik and Natarajan. The bowling attack once again looks good and the batting as well with Mayank Agarwal and Harry Brook looks to be strong. Overall, I feel they have a solid playing level, but they still don't have a captain. Mayank Agarwal is an option, but I wouldn't really go that way after his performance with Punjab. It also affected his batting at that time. Aidan Markram is also a potential candidate, but again, he's an overseas captain and not sure how well that will sit in. I think they should go with Bhuvneshwar Kumar given his experience and the longevity that he's had with SRH, he should probably be the best option right now. Finally, at the end of the auction, let's see who are the winners and losers. Based on the slots that the teams had to fill coming into the auction and also looking at the value for money, I think the winners are CSK, Rajasthan, Gujarat and KKR. I think these four teams knew exactly what was missing and I think they have managed to plug in the gaps. RCB, Lucknow and SRH, I think they had a decent day at the auction. RCB and Lucknow didn't have too much to do. I think they got some good buys as well. And SRH, they have managed to put up a good team at the end of the day. But I think Mumbai and Punjab are the losers. I think they had serious slots to fill, which they really have not. Mumbai got Cameron Green at a really high price, but I'm not exactly sure he was the kind of player that they actually needed. They should have ideally got someone who is good to come later in the order and give some quick runs and also provide support with them. Punjab also have a lot of gap in the batting order which they have not really addressed. But overall a great auction and really can't wait for the tournament to start.